People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down. When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange, all right, yeah. I want to introduce the host of Strange Darkness Radio, Bobby Washington and Tony Carr. Welcome back to another episode of Strange Darkness Radio. Hey, what's going on, Tony? Yo, 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 man, what's up? Oh, nothing much. On tonight's show, we have a special guest, one of Tony's friends, and her name is Denise. She'll be joining us for uh, a great talk in the paranormal realm since she's had so many experiences. Hello. Welcome to the show, Denise. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Yo, what's up? (laughs) Well, thank you for coming (laughs) on the show. And uh, we're actually going to get right in to uh, your paranormal stories. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back. You are listening to Strange Darkness Radio with Bobby and Tony from the Podbeam Network. Hello. How are you doing today? Oh, good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Good. Oh, me and Bobby was talking about UFOs before you called. What is your opinion on UFOs? Do you believe they're real? Have you ever seen one or experienced one? Like, what's your opinion on them? You know what? I have never seen a UFO. I have seen, like, stuff on TV. And I've had, like, my parents tell me things that they've seen, like, in their country. And I don't know. Like, recently I was watching, too, like, something on TV, like, Unsolved Mysteries. And it's, like, people who have reported something have seen it. So it's, like, when so many people are talking about something that they've seen it's like maybe maybe they do exist maybe there is something out there that we can't explain but i don't know man i think for me like i have to see it i have to see it to believe it hmm. so you you've never had any type of uh ufo sighting or anything you couldn't explain in the skies or anything like that not in the skies no okay. nothing Nothing UFO-ish. Um, like I said, my, my parents have. My dad, I think in particular, has told me a story where he saw something back in Mexico that he cannot explain. Okay. Um, but, I, but I have not, no. Okay. Well, um, Denise is on the show tonight to talk about her paranormal experiences. And I, from what I hear, they're pretty uh, involved. Uh, so, um, so, you know, you you're obviously um have had you know different paranormal uh experiences um right. is, is this from like you know what age did did any of did this start you know was it uh, when you were younger or older you know what it started when i was a little girl actually um my mom would tell me that when i was like about 3 or 4 i would actually see somebody like where I used to live. I don't live there anymore, but back where I used to live, I would see somebody and I would talk to them, but I do not remember this person that I would talk to. And it wasn't like it was an imaginary friend because I was so detailed with how she looked and who she was. And like, I would comb her hair and I would actually be running my my fingers through her hair. And I... Right, yeah, and then, you know, at first they thought, like, oh, you know, just an imaginary friend, but when they would see me, like, performing these actions, they were like, nah, (laughs) this is something more than that, you know, and then I actually had, I do remember seeing somebody when I was four, like, a detailed person, but then as I got older, it's like I couldn't see the details of them anymore just shadows but like i could tell if it was a girl or a boy like a a man or a female because of the the outline of it but i couldn't it was just a shadow you know and then slowly as i got older the shadows just turned into like 
quick shadows passing by, couldn't mm-hmm. even see outlines anymore. And now it's more like instead of seeing things, now it's more things that happen to me that I cannot explain. That, uh-huh. you know, no matter how much I try like to make sense of it, like, oh, maybe some logical explanation, I just it's just weird. Like I can't explain certain things that have happened to me. Mm-hmm. Now, real quick, um, I don't want to get away from what you were saying about your parents seeing you actually interact with uh, someone and you were you were running your fingers through the person's hair. Um, so you yes. f- physically felt this person, but they were watching you, but nothing was there. But you physically were doing this act. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have a babysitter, too. And um, like I said, this sounds like three or four. I had a babysitter and my babysitter would actually complain to my mom like, hey, your daughter's fine. But her little imaginary friend is starting to creep me out because I was so like, like I would have full on conversations with her. And I like I would wait for her to answer me and everything. Like it wasn't just like a regular imaginary friend type of thing. And like there was an instance too one time where I was watching TV And I was like weaving back and forth, back and forth, like if something was blocking my view from the television and my mom looks in and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can't see the TV. The the girl is standing right in front of the TV. She won't let me watch TV. And my mom was like, no, 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 no. Come on, girl. Leave my daughter alone. Just leave. Leave her alone. And I was like, see, she left. Like, she's gone. Like, you know, thinking I'm going to play along. And I was like, no, she's still there. She didn't listen to you. She's still wanting to watch TV. Wow. And then that's when my mom was like, okay. Because, you know, kids usually just go along with whatever their parents mm-hmm. say. And I was so adamant, yep. like, nah, this girl's still there. She's not moving. And, like, just my interactions with her was what was creeping out both my sister and my parents. Because it was just, like, if it was a real person, but they could not see who this person was. Yeah. I don't understand how parents don't believe that their children, when they tell them, like, hey, I'm seeing this person, or I have a friend, or, oh, something happened to me, and, you know, the parents play, oh, that's fine, you're tripping. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) You tell me something, I believe you. Tell me something. You see something, don't... I'm going to believe you 100%. Yeah, the the second your son uh, says that, you're busting out the sage. No, for real. (laughs) We're leaving. No, bro. Like, you see something crazy? Let me know because we'll be gone. Yeah. So, so yeah. Exactly. So what's interesting, though, is I, I like how you said that in the beginning, the girl was solid. She was there. But that as time went on, she became a shadow. And then just a, something you would see out of the corners of your eyes as far as, you know, whether or not that was still her. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. but. You know, because they say kids can are open, you know, to more yeah. of the other side. And then as they get older, they lose that ability, especially if they're not honing it. And, you know, they you know don't have the gift to uh, to see, uh, you know, apparitions and people who have passed away. Do you know right. if you have that yeah. gift at all by any chance? You know what? I don't know. My mom always thought it was like a gift because she said... Somebody told her, I, I don't remember who to be honest, but she said someone had told her that when you pass away, you bring something back with you. If you if you end up surviving, like if you come back to life, mm-hmm. you bring something back with you. And then she tells me that I did pass away in her Whoa. stomach while she was pregnant with me. Oh, wow. Like, you know, she went in, she went in for a regular doctor's appointment. Like, you know, she wasn't doing it. She went in for a regular doctor's appointment and then they were like, you know, her heart has stopped. Like, we need to get her out and try to bring her back to life. And they did. And so she kind of, she kind of thinks that's the reason why mm. things like that would happen to me. I honestly don't have an explanation for it, but I don't know. It, it is very weird. And and going back to the shadow thing. Yeah. Like I, I no longer saw this girl, but years later, I remember waking up in the middle of the night. And um, at the time, I was kind of scared to sleep by myself because, like, there was a major earthquake that had happened. Mm-hmm. So I was still kind of scared. And I was sleeping in my parents' room, but, like, in a separate room. I mean, yeah. in a separate bed, I'm sorry. 
And um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw, I couldn't see, like I said, I couldn't see details, but I saw a shadow of a young girl. I knew she was a young girl and I could see like her hair, but I couldn't make out her face and I could see a hand and she was just waving over my dad. Like she was waving her hand over my dad, like back and forth, back and forth. And I was like crying my eyes out. I couldn't explain it. And my mom woke up and she was like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I'm like, that girl, that girl, she's there, she's there. And my mom was trying to calm me down. And she was like, no, no, you're dreaming, you're dreaming. She's like, wake up, wake up, you're fine now. And I go, no. And she's like, look. And she's trying to show me, like, look at your dad. There's nobody there. Yeah. And I look over and I could clearly still see, still see this girl. girl. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no. That's incredible. She's still there. And. Right, and that's when my mom panicked because she's like, "No, she's awake. Like, she is the whatever's there." And my mom still couldn't see whoever it was that I was seeing. Did you um, did you did you make any sense of what she was actually doing to your to your father at the time? Do you think she was like no. pulling his soul out or or healing him or just something that you know? How did he you know anything happened to him or did he you know just had like a you know a great year that year or that day or no, he didn't was, feel he seemed well. perfectly fine. No, he felt he seemed perfectly fine. Like I told him he um he's not very much of a believer of anything. Yeah. So he's just kinda like, mm, you know, thinking I'm just, you know, probably crazy or something. But he felt fine. I just it was just weird. Like it was a weird notion. It wasn't it wasn't normal, like whatever it was that she was doing. But she was Mm-hmm. Just waving her hand over his body, and I, I, I don't know exactly what she was doing, but because it's almost like an old friend saying, "Hey, hey, remember me?" Yeah, because the interesting she about was young, that, though. to me, the interesting thing about it is that it could have been his attachment that was bound to him, but you would just you had the ability to see, you know, since she was working on him. Because I have right, heard of yeah. um, entities that work on people while they're sleeping, you know, be it good, be it oh, bad, be it, you know, yeah. just to have control and keep control of that person or to stay with them. Uh, they, they, you know, do what is called working on them, they do works on them. And uh, so that's yeah. it. that's interesting. That's really interesting. Now, when was the, when was the, when was the last time, that, uh, Denise, you had a uh, paranormal experience? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, not too long ago, actually. Just, oh wow! Just about a few weeks ago. Yeah, you <laughs> might have you, the attachments. Just, <laughs> she, she does probably. Yeah, goes in full depth of what just happened. Yeah. like that. Damn. It's just it's like I said. Now it's not so much things that I see. Now it's just things that happen that I cannot explain for the life of me and I try you know because I'm trying not to freak myself out and I'm trying to be logical about things and it's just like no, there's no way there's no way this could have happened just yeah just because you know what was it what what happened you know I, I know so we're gonna most- go it's we're still gonna people out there we're still gonna hear her stories and let her tell her stories we're just <laughs> so intrigued and in asking these questions right. <laughs> and uh so we, we'll jump around a little bit but we definitely will get the stories that she came on to tell but go ahead last story i mean last uh incident so the most recent thing uh like major thing i guess um so my grandpa recently passed away right oh i'm sorry to hear and um it's okay it's okay um, so he, he didn't live here with us. He lived in another country, but he would often come to visit us, right? And he has like a distinct smell to him. I, I think it was like his cologne mm-hmm. that I could smell, right? And um, so, you know, I was out here and I was in the living room. I was washing dishes and I was washing this cutting board. And I went to go um, wedge it in between two dishes because I was, I purposely said to myself, like, oh, I don't want this cutting board to fall off like on top of all the dishes. So I wedged it in between other dishes so it wouldn't fall. And then my son was like, hey, mom, can you charge my iPad for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I turned off the sink and I walked into my bedroom where he would, you know, he when he would come visit us, that's where he would sleep. <laughs> I went to go charge my iPad. And when I was there, like I just smelled him all of a sudden. I could smell him. Yeah, And I was like, why does it smell like him? Like he hasn't 
he hasn't been here. He hasn't come to visit us and he's gone now. So, and as soon as I got a whiff of that, I heard like a bang, a bang noise coming from the kitchen. And my baby was like, what was that? I was like, I don't know. Probably something fell in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. Because I had just done dishes. I was like, oh, something fell. (laughs) When I went to go into the kitchen to see what it was, that, that cutting board that I had wedged in between other dishes flew from across the room. Like it was in the complete opposite direction. It, like if it had wow. fallen, it would have landed like right in front of the sink yeah. or something. But it was on the complete opposite side of the kitchen. And I was like, there's no way. Like how? It didn't just fall. Like it, it, it looked like someone had picked it up and flung it. Yeah, that was your, your grandpa announcing himself. Because they say that you know, when a loved one passes away, that you w- they will come to you and you will smell, you know, um, whether it's their, you know, soap they use, a hair, particular hair product, yeah. a cologne that they're notorious for wearing, that yeah. you will pick up that smell. And uh, that is a sense that that person is visiting you or around you. So that is very right. interesting. So I I never experienced that, but when my grandmother passed away in uh, 2019, um, I had a dream the day before she passed away. uh, She was sick. Uh, She was dealing with two different types of cancer. Mm. And um, the last day I saw her, I gave her a hug, gave her a kiss. I said, you know, I'll see you later. You know, still hopeful. I wasn't really, I don't think I was uh, accepting that, you know, she was dying. Uh, um, So I go... So the day before she she dies, I dreamt that I was at the house and I saw her bending over and she looks healthy. You know, she's she's looking at me. I'm like, oh, you're looking a lot better. She's like, I am better. I feel better. Um, and she was just smiling at me. You know, I'm good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm better. I said, like, okay, cool. And that was it. And then I wake up and you know the next day she passed away. You know, which is crazy because it's like I feel like she came to me and was like, hey. Don't you don't don't worry. Yeah, I'm fine. You know, um, I may be passing on, but you know, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Because I had a similar experience as well with my cousin. I would say when I was like seven, mm-hmm. uh, I believe he was um, uh, he was he was uh, handicapped, and and I uh, had he had a disorder. And but we was he was cool. He was he was like I think like twenty something. I was like seven, so. I would play with him a lot. So when he passed away, I was really sad. And he came to my dream. I had a dream about him. And this dream lasted a little longer. But this type of dream, because I can't control my dreams that often. But the this dream and then with my grandma's dream, I was able to control it. And me and him was talking. And, you know, he, he got up from his wheelchair, you know, telling me the same thing. Like, you know, fine, don't worry about me. You know, uh, we're good. But I never, But I never experienced, like, a smell like my grandma smell. Yeah. In person It's always just been dreams. Well, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, has their way of how they come to you. And for her grandfather, that was hers. But for your grandmother, that was hers by coming to you in a dream and saying, I'm okay. And then, you know, moving, you know, to the next stage, you know, of, of her, um, you know, life and everything. Uh, so yeah, that's probably yeah. what that was. Yeah. She was, wow. like, she, she was super healthy, look healthy. Because uh, when she was, she dying, probably uh, wanted you to see her like in a better state that she was in, you know, so so yeah. that you wouldn't worry, like you said. Exactly, because last time I saw her, she was, you know, she was losing weight, you know, having problems mm-hmm. breathing. And this was before COVID came out too, so I think we're we're kind of convinced as well with the symptoms she was going through and what she was going through. Uh, it kind of almost seems like it was COVID as well, on top of the cancer that she was battling. Yeah. Mm. You know, just the doctors couldn't understand what was going on. But we would ask the doctors, like, is she dying? You know, but they didn't. They, they didn't know and what's, you know. I don't yeah, think they knew. And I think if they did know, she didn't want us to know. So she oh, told them okay. not to tell us. So that's another belief that we have. But when she was dying, I remember this. I was in the hospital with her because uh, she was having papa's breathing. It was me and my auntie. And we would talk to my grandma. And... She would like she would start dozing off, 
but it was weird because you can feel that her spirit wasn't there anymore in her body. Mm-hmm. And then she would, she would talk. She was, she would be talking and then she would come back to us. And when she came back to us, it, you can feel it. Like her spirit was back in the room. Yeah. My auntie looked at me and she was like, is it me? Or is she going in and out of like different dimensions? Like, you know, she's going, uh, she's seeing the other side, but then she's on, she's, she's tilting the other side and also life at the same time. Like it was a, the weirdest situation that I've ever uh, experienced. Wow. That's incredible. That's a trip. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was crazy. Because, yeah, it, it's it's hard with that whole COVID thing and knowing what actually, you know, it, it was going on and, you know, was it due to, you know, her catching that and uh, could they really tell that it was her, you know, that she was in that, you know, dire of um, situation? Probably. Who knows, man? No, yeah, it's just crazy how that, that you know, that works. All right. So, uh, Denise... Um, yeah. What is uh, what is uh, one you know something paranormal that happened to you that is just you know was just like a mind blower for you? Um, Even though the first one was for sure, but yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another thing, there's something going on like with my closet. <laughs> like mm. it's it's very interesting. Let me tell you. Um, you haven't so at work. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's something here in my home that I can't explain. And, um, you know, when I was in high school, I had actually a teacher who would talk to us about, like, playful spirits. She was, she was French. And she said that in France, that they believed in playful spirits that would hide things from you on purpose. Because it was fun for them. It was fun for them to watch you freak out. And that, you know, you would find these items way later and i was like yeah yeah sure whatever whatever you know fast forward to now and um so a few months ago actually i there was this guy at work and um so he makes his own custom stickers right and he just gives them out he just gives them out everybody at work all the the time you know makes different characters and whatnot and I had never met him before. And then I finally got a chance to meet him. And he was like, hey, you don't have any of my stickers. And I was like, well, no, you know, <laughs> first time I'm meeting you. Yeah. And so he gave me like, like three stickers, right? And I was like, cool, I love the stickers. Thank you very much. So I come home that night and I'm talking to my boyfriend and I'm like, I, I finally met the sticker guy. He gave me some stickers and he was like, oh, let me see. And I was like, sure. So I opened my closet because in my closet I have like these three shelves, right? Mm-hmm. And so I laid them down in the middle shelf and I took a picture of them. And I sent it to him and I was like, these are the stickers. And I just left them there. I didn't put them away. I just left them there, went to bed for the night. The next day I was like, oh, let me show my mom these stickers that I got. And I go open my closet and the stickers aren't there. And I was like, I'm positive they were here like i just i took a picture of them last night i even looked at the picture again i was like yeah this is this is where i took the picture i knew they moved the stickers and i went and i asked my mom like hey did you have the stickers i had in my closet she's like i didn't even know you had stickers i was like well yeah i thought so but i'm again i'm trying to make sense of it Mm -hmm. i asked my dad again he had no idea about the stickers let me tell you my mom and i tore that closet up just because I was so curious. I was like, I know I have them in here. Yeah. We took out everything in that closet and I could not find the stickers. Like I could not find them at all. At all. They just disappeared. And she was like, Maybe your son grabbed them. And I was like, There's no way because he can't reach that shelf. Like he's too little. He can't even reach it there to grab them. Yeah. But whatever. I, I completely forgot about the stickers. So I was like, whatever. It is what it is. I lost them. I don't know how, but I lost them. Weeks later, weeks later i'm changing for work i open up my closet to get out something from in there and there they are just laying there like just in the same order the same order that i had taken the picture i went back and i looked at that picture and they were in the same place same order that i had taken them. like nothing like if i had never touched them they were just there Mm -hmm. wow that's crazy wow so have 
with the, with any experiences you went through, have you ever felt mm-hmm. like somebody touching you, or you ever felt like a presence behind you or next to you, or like you know, um, the uh, the temperature goes down? I don't feel. I don't think I've ever felt like somebody touched me. I have, like I said, I've smelled stuff before. Like even before my grandpa, I would get like sudden whiffs of perfume that I don't own, but I don't know who wears that perfume. So I don't know who I'm smelling. Yeah. You get me? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not associating the smell with anybody, but I just randomly, I will get like, and, and, it, and it won't be in the day. Like it'll be like at two, three in the morning, I'm laying down watching TV and then I'll just get like a random whiff of something that I can smell. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know who this person is, but I smell somebody, you know? Yeah. And, um, Again, never felt somebody touch me, but I have heard, like, the other day, I woke up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, and I heard, the weird thing is, I heard it in my mom's voice. I heard someone say, hola, like they're saying hi. Yeah. And I thought it was my mom. Like, it, it, I, I swear to you, it sounded like my mother. And I peeped in the hallway, it's like a dark hallway, and I was like, you're awake, and there's nobody there. But I heard it clear as day, and it mm. sounded like my mom. And I went to go see her room and she's, she's asleep, but it sounded just like her. So I feel like whatever it is, it's like messing with me, like trying to use her voice on purpose. Cause it's not the first time I've heard her voice too. And it's not her. So does your parents go through the, do your, do your parents ever see things like your mom? Cause I know your dad is just like, uh, Paula's dad. They don't believe shit. They, you know, they always think yeah. it's something else. Yeah. They don't ever want to yeah. uh, uh, acknowledge what just happened. So no. does your parents? He's very stubborn. Like yeah. My dad, no. Okay. My dad does not. He's very like, I don't know. He like, he shuts himself down to whatever it is. And, or he tries to make sense of it. And he's like, no, no, no. My mom, she has had some experiences here where I live too. Like she's seen a little boy like running across the living room where she thought it was this is back when i was little so she thought it was me that was running across the living room and she was like coming out you know cussed me out like why are you still awake and she realized i was in bed and it was like no like it was somebody else running across the living room and she thought it was me and she's Mm -hmm. had like people knock on her door too thinking it's like while she's in the bathroom She's had somebody knock on her door thinking it was some, one of us. And we're like, no, we've been here in the living room. I don't know who's knocking on your door, but not us. Mm. That's interesting. So um, I bet your dad actually encounters things, but then he says, oh, it's because of the house, you know, creaking. It's it's old. Probably. It's, you know, it's just making yeah. <laughs> noises, the wood shifting or you know, a dish just moved because it wasn't placed, you know, correctly in a rack or whatever. Yeah. You know, just people who make excuses for things, but then they really right. know, they they really know. But again, you know, they're just, you know, brought up to where if they think about it and they actually believe it, it makes it more real. Yeah. And you're not really supposed to do that. You're actually supposed to just push it away and act like it, do, you know, it doesn't really happen. So um, that's what my mom told me to do. She says, just ignore it, just ignore it. But it's hard for me to just, ignore it like yeah. as much as i try not to let it freak me out it does like i can't help it but it does oh yeah for sure and it's been happening to you for a very long time and you know you must have a little something that you know either your you know psychic intuition or just be you know able to some spirit is in that house for a reason either trying to make contact or just you know attached to someone or it's a situation where you know they're trying to communicate or they're just around you know because it's just you know i mean think about it as far as you know i'm not sure if you've ever looked into um anyone passing away in that house um you know because there's a website for any house or whatever you can look up you can put you know it's called i think it's died in house or whatever and you know, they have uh-huh. this site and it tells you it goes back uh, to your through your property or whatever. And it tells you if a person's ever passed away, you know, in the house. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it, 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 that's that's creepy, man. You know, um, but it's also, um, you know, interesting because, you know, it, you know, if it was me, I'd probably be busting out the uh, 
the uh, K2 meters and, you know, recording <laughs> audio, asking it questions and see if I can get, you know, something or whatever. Especially, I think, uh, uh-huh. Go ahead. I think Tony I actually tried try doing that. that. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, would tell was me, and I was like, you know so. what? <laughs> I don't want to anger anything that's already in here, so maybe not. Yeah, I mean, other than it talking to you, it's like, you know, opening that channel you know, when you were a child and bringing that back, because just, you know, yeah. seeing something like that would be crazy. But uh, so so you've tried that, Tony? Um, or what? I was joking around. Um, I do want to, though, like the day she moves mm-hmm. and they have and they can leave the day she moves and it's empty. I, I do want to go in there and, and, and do something. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Because if it follows, hey, Denise, if it follows you, to the next to the next place then shit it's probably you that's right it's probably me yeah exactly yeah have you ever had any situations to where you know things happen in your car at work at your boyfriend's house at you know a a, a loved one's house or just something other than your house uh you know what it's funny that you say that because um Recently, I was at work. It's never really happened outside of work. I mean, outside of my house, okay. to be honest with you. But the other day, I was having lunch. And I was with a coworker, and I had my lunchbox. But I had it, like, off to the side. Like, I had already taken up my lunch, and I had it just off to the side, just sitting there. And I was in the middle of a conversation with my coworker, and my uh, my lunchbox, it just shook by itself. It just shook. <laughs> And my coworker and I both looked at it and we were like, what the hell? She's like, did you see that? I was like, did you see that? Because <laughs> am I going crazy? And no, we both saw it. Like, it just shook. There was absolutely nothing in there. It wasn't on top of anything. It was just sitting on the table. And it just shook back and forth, like, out of nowhere. Okay, let me ask you this question. I want you to really <laughs> think hard. Did you at uh-huh. all, did you at all talk about or been thinking about coming on the show? As far as, um, <laughs> hmm, there's this show that my buddy does, and I, I'm going to go on it. Did, did that occur at all? Because usually when people come on the show and we and, we're, and, and they know about it, or even me and Tony, uh-huh. when, we're, when we're doing show prep, when we're talking about the show or doing whatever, certain paranormal things will happen, you know. Um, no. All, you know, all this, weird. but I'm telling you, all of these stories have happened way before Tony. Okay. And you guys started your show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's so funny because, you know, he told me, like, well, you have lots of stories, but I'm like, I sure do. Like, yeah. No, 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 I'm just talking about the lunchbox know. based upon that just occurred oh. or whatever, and um, I'm not sure how no. much ahead of time he, you know, told you about you know, the coming on the show and all that uh-huh. stuff. But uh, yeah. because we, you know, we do find that that does happen, you know, when you're, you know, thinking about it and thinking about the stories and, you know, you're just pulling things in. And uh, sometimes, you know, things happens because especially for another person to see it, that is yeah. meaning it's, yeah. not, you know, it's physical. It's something physically happening, you know, period, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. And that was the, that day that that happened, that was the night that I heard my mom's voice while I was in the restroom and there was nobody there. Like, it was like the two things that happened to me in the same day. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. She's the problem. (laughs) She's the problem. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, they're just calling you to work, man. It's not in your house no more. It's you. Dang. Oh my goodness. That that is that is too funny. So, um, let's see. Do you have any more stories, or do you have one more? If so, um, I want you to tell it, or we can just you know talk about you know what you think about you know the paranormal realm and all that good stuff. But we're gonna. I want you to think because we're gonna go ahead and take a break for a couple okay. of uh, you know seconds, whatever, just to you know let people know what's going on and who they're listening to and all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and do that. Make sure you check us out on Podbean, our hosting site. You can find us also on iTunes and Spotify. You're listening to Strange Darkness Radio, coming to you worldwide, broadcasting to all corners of the planet.
Welcome back to Strange Darkness Radio. play these bumpers that Tony's Tony loves so much because <laughs> you guys didn't know <laughs> it's a little inside joke there but um, but yeah uh so yeah let's get into uh one of your other stories or again if you don't have one uh something that you can't think about think of think of off the fly um we can talk about just you know paranormal stuff in general meaning you know like um just uh do you believe like a hundred percent or do you always say, you know what? I think cause I saw that out of the corner of my eye, it wasn't real, you know, like your mom was saying to put it off or you, you know, you're like a hundred percent in. No, I definitely believe that there's something else that we just, we can't explain, you know? Yeah. And you know, my mom thinks that I, I draw it in because I, I freak out too much. Like I'm too fearful. Like she's always told me, just ignore it and it'll go away. But because I don't ignore it, because I'm also curious, like I'm scared, but I'm also curious. So she mm-hmm. thinks that I, I draw it attention. I, or, or it feeds off of me, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that's why things always happen to me. But I don't know. There's, there's definitely something more an afterlife ghost. I don't know, whatever it is. Like I can't explain, but I think I've had too many weird things happen to me for me to be like, no, it's nothing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just a coincidence yeah. or any of that stuff. And uh, um, yeah. a- another question is, uh, so like Tony, have you ever delved into the uh, Ouija board to where you actually try to communicate with things oh, that go on? Hell no. <laughs> that I will. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, yeah. no. My mom traumatized me with the Ouija board where she, she made me watch the job. exorcist and I was little and I was like, No, thank you. <laughs> I will not be dealing with that. <laughs> so you weren't in those Tony circles at that time. <laughs> no, no, no. I was no, I was not about that life at that time. <laughs> oh, no, wow. no, no. Yeah, I'm the same one. I'm the same way. Like I said, with my experiences that I've had, um, that I don't know if that's where I draw the line. It's just something that, you know, I, I being raised my my mom same way, like, nope, don't even think about it. And uh right. you know, any type of communication to where you're going, you know, into it looking, they you know, mom my, my mom's like, No, no, don't even think about it. Which again, I wasn't even trying because, you know, things around me were just happening to happen. So I was curious, but I wasn't really gonna knock on the door. I was pretty much if you you know, showed yourself that I'm looking into it. I'm trying to figure it out, but um, I definitely wasn't going to just, you know, pick up a phone and call you, you know? I mean, it definitely yeah. makes things worse, bro. You open up different doors. So you don't know what you're messing with. You don't know what you're doing with it. Uh, and he, and then shit, man, you'd be hunted for like 10 years down the line, scratches down your back, you know, <laughs> see things on the corner of your eye. Hey man, I'd be traumatized over some shit sometimes. Um, when I worked at DreamWorks, it was the scariest place I've worked at at night because at night the whole mood would change and it was, it was a big lot, you know, it was a movie studio. Yeah. So I would have to walk when I was doing graveyard, I would have to do my patrols in these dark ass rooms and I'd be scared like a motherfucker because I would just feel like this energy, which, you know, going back to what she was saying, um, uh, well, not to what she was saying, but anyways, about energy and, you know, spirits and stuff, it could be, you know, just like how they attached themselves to electric energy and drain all the batteries and shit. I do think they run off of our energy as well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you put more into it, then, you know, it's like they give back. It's it's it's, it's faster for them to, to react to it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, believe that too. Just everything that... You know, the people that I talk to that actually delve into uh, the Ouija board say, you know, I it's rare that I, when I hear a person talk about the Ouija board that they didn't have an incident that occurred or they didn't believe that something happened. You know, yeah. um, it, a lot of the people are like, you know, something did happen. Don't ever do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, they I think when this. I did it, mm-hmm. I had did it so often that 
when I so when I had first first moved to LA, um, I was with my dad and his stepdaughter was like, "Oh, I always wanted to to um, play the Ouija board," and I was like, "Nah, I don't think you do because shit, you know, when I play it, things happen like right away." Yeah, and she didn't believe me, so I'm like, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm a I'm a make one." So I made a homemade one. We went down to the park and we played it, and we had got in contact with this kid and. I didn't feel no negative energy. I just knew that something was going to happen after the fact of us playing it. Cause I, that's what I was telling her. Like every time I play it within the day or, or two, there's always something that happens. And the, the spirit wanted us to come back the next night. Cause his birthday supposedly was that night. And I, I was like, I'm not doing this shit. So I, I said that I, w- I said, I wasn't going to do it, but I ended up doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. The next day in the garage, it looked like somebody went in the garage and threw everything all over the fucking place. Like somebody went in there and just destroyed the whole place. And I told wow. her, I was like, look, I told you something was going to happen. My dad got all pissed off and shit, but I, it was a demonstration. Yeah. So, I, you know, I was trying to show them like, <laughs> well, said, with my, with, with my experience, I'll show you my <laughs> With my experience, it happens right away. It happens. It always happens right away. Because the thing with the Ouija board, too, it's like, you, it, it could be something like saying, like, yeah, I'm a kid, but you don't know if it's really a kid. You could be dealing with something greater and more powerful. Exactly. Yeah. It's just pretending to be something else. And nah, I really not mess with, <laughs> with any of that. It's some scary shit. It's, yeah, it's some it scary shit. Yeah. I've gotten scratches on my back. Um, I, I feel like for the, like, after I first played it, I think for like the first 10 years, Things will happen. Things will fall. I will walk past like the kitchen, and as soon as I walk past the kitchen, a couple uh, say like a plate will fall, or the um, paper towels will fall off the um, the top of the fridge. It was just always some weird shit, and I I will always get scratches on my back. Yeah, like once a year. And and Paula thinks it's because she thinks it's the it's the day I first played the Ouija board, so it's like an anniversary shit or some. Something like that to the point where I'm getting yeah. scratches all the time, the but I haven't got scratches in a good while. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's that's crazy. So you've never investigated those whole thing, you know, with the scratches and all that stuff. You never, like, you know, whether it's something in you know in your sheet on your bed, something that you don't have a cat or anything mm-hmm. like that, or no, nah, no, nah, it would. I would start feeling it, like I could feel a burn. Oh, like then like it would okay, appear. like it. Yeah, it would just it would just as soon as it would come, I would feel it like it would be it would be itching, uh, f- uh feeling, and then after it itches, it would start to immediately uh burn. Yeah, and then that's what I would know. Like, damn, I got I got scratched. And then sure enough, I take my shirt off, and Paula look at it. There would be three scratches going down my back. I got a couple of pictures actually. Yeah. Wow. I remember you showing me the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like one time, I went to go take the dog out. I wasn't by no thorn bush. I wasn't by any bushes. And my back started inching and I was like, I'm like, I got scratched. I started feeling the burn. And soon enough, I went, I went upstairs and uh, Paul was like, yep, you got three scratches on your back. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, uh, Denise, have you ever had any scratches or anything that you couldn't explain? Um, not bad like that. I have woken up with like bruises. Mm-hmm. But bruises on my body. But um, no, nothing as far as scratches like that. That seems a little bit more severe. Yeah. I don't know, though. Bruises would be more a deep. That's more a physical. You know what I'm saying? Like a scratch is yeah, just like sucking light the life out of nails, but a bruise takes a little bit more oomph. But, it, but it's weird because they don't hurt. They're not bruises that hurt. But it's like, they're like big and purple, but they don't hurt. Like if I had like banged myself on something, mm-hmm. they're not hurting. But it's just like, where did that come from? It's just, it's just random. Yeah. Like there's times it happened to me here at my apartment. Now it happened to me at work about eight years ago. Um, at work, I, w- I went to the bathroom. And it was just me because it was closed off. It was like a smud company, but out there it was. Uh, What's the electric company out there, Denise? Uh, LADWP? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know, but they take the my money. Place. Right. I forgot. <laughs> That's the water place. 
<laughs> it's water and power, remember. man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't remember. Anyways, uh, I went into the bathroom and I saw a handprint on the on the window, and I was like, "Bro, I'm the only person in here. There's no way a handprint should be, you know." And the way I could see his fingers, I could see the, um, you know, the lines and stuff. How your finger is, you know, everybody's finger is different. Yeah. Um. So that that happened before that tripped me out because you know, like I said, I was the only one there. And then here, I was in the shower, and I was listening to a paranormal podcast. I think this was before we even started. We was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, my phone stopped. It just stopped, you know, the stopped playing the audio. And I looked, you know, I opened the door, and then my phone was completely turned off. But then I looked at the window, and um, there was a handprint, but it was starting to form uh, because of the... Um, uh, so I'm sorry, I'm blinking because of the mist or the fog of the of the shower beyond. Yeah, the steam. Uh, yeah, the steam. There you go, the steam. So you see the handprint, and it starts to get more. Uh, vi- it's, it, it's uh showing itself more. Like the handprint is starting it's to become materializing more. more. It's mm-hmm. so. because of the mist and shit, which mm-hmm. was weird as hell. I tried taking a picture, but if I would have took a picture. You would have saw my bare my bare ass, and so I was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not gonna." Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna nobody want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I I tried taking it. I was like, "I need to show this picture," but you can see my ass and shit. I'm like, "Nah, never mind." <laughs> so you you took I the picture. I think that's though. probably scarier than the handprint. Okay, you do know it. that you can edit it to where you just have the actual mirror opposed to um. You know, in the little corner or whatever, the you know. I was in a rush trying to get to work, so yeah, I didn't even think about that. All, all I thought about was like, you gonna see this, ladies black and gentlemen. Ass. We might post that or whatever, and we will blur his butt out. No, I'm just joking. That's funny though. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's a good one. <laughs> so Den- Denise, I think that would be um, more traumatizing. Exactly. Oh, man. Uh, Denise, um, <laughs> what, so all these experiences that you had, what is mm-hmm. the what is the one that was like the most memorable uh, that that traumatized you the the most? Um, I think uh, I don't know if you remember me telling you that the stuff that was happening to me when I started reading the the book, The Exorcist. I, you know, me, me and Bobby was talking about that. I think it was like the first or second episode yes. about the the Exorcist book, but I couldn't remember the full details, so I kind of sound stupid uh-huh. uh, trying to tell it, but you can tell it because <laughs> you're on here because uh, it, it was creepy. Yeah, so um, like I said, my mom traumatized me with that movie when I was little. She had me watch that, and I, I just, I don't know, I got a fear from that movie, like to this day, I cannot watch that stupid movie, which sounds ridiculous because I'm a grown woman, but still, yeah. I, can't, I can't watch that movie, it's you know? Very, it's very true. Um, yeah, he knows because he'd be sending me shit all the time to scare me. But um, <laughs> my mom, she was like, why don't you read the book to try to help you get over that fear? And I was like, how is that going to help me? Because I feel like you imagine it more in your head and it's more scary. And she's oh, like, yeah. I don't know, just, just try it. You know, just just try reading it. Maybe you'll get over it. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I go and I, I, mean, I go, I bought the book and I'd never had time to read it in the daytime, which would have been the more logical thing to do. So I would always read it in my room alone before bedtime. Like, mm-hmm. just laying down in bed reading my book mm-hmm. and at first it was like nothing but as I got into like more of it like the creepier parts of the book strange things started to happen where like I would hear a baby crying but there's no babies like anywhere near where I live like there's no children you know at the time I didn't even have my son so there's no baby but I could hear a baby crying or I would hear like stuff in my closet like moving around and like I could hear like a bag that was crinkling like if something was in there like just crinkling a bag crinkling a bag and I'm like well I know I don't have rats or anything so I'm not about to go in there and investigate though you know like just weird stuff like that like I would I would hear things 
um, not so much seeing things, but it was just, you know, my TV would turn on by itself where I would, I did not have like the remote anywhere near me. Like I thought, oh, maybe I rolled on it. Mm-hmm. I know like if the remote would be like super far away from me. And like, I would tell my mom these things and she was like, no, it's just in your head because you're reading, you're reading the book. And I'm like, it's, it's not in my head. Like it's happening every night. Like every night when I read this, like I can hear the noises, I can hear the shuffling around in my closet. Like there's something there. And she was like, no, you know, you're tripping. Like, there's nothing there. And I swore up and down to her. So she was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go sleep in your room with you while you read this stupid book to yeah. tell you that you're crazy. And I was like, okay, sure. But, yeah. you know, and so she's laying down next to me. She had already like fallen asleep and I'm reading my book and the crying starts like the baby crying. Oh. And the crinkling starts. The crinkling yeah. starts in my closet, like somebody's messing in there. And I go to wake her up, but she's already awake because <laughs> this time it's louder. She's already <laughs> awake. And so before I can even like tell her, do you hear it? She looks at me. She's like, I hear it. And I was like, so what is it then? And so she gets up and she's like, there's got to be something in your closet. And she she went inside the closet. She opened it up. There's nothing. As soon as she opened it up, the noise stopped. Oh, and she's wow. like looking through it. There's not even a bag in there. There's not even a plastic bag in there. And it sounded like it was a plastic bag that was just crinkly. Yeah. And I was like, Emma, I'm done with this book. And I gave it to Tony. She told me about the experience. And I was like, you know what? I need to read it so I can see if that's you know true or not. Yeah, if it happens to you. Yeah, and so, but I took the book and I was, <clears throat> I was scared to read it. I never read it. It was just in my trunk, and I ended up giving it to a coworker of mine. So I'm like, here, bro, you can have it because I'm not going to read it. Oh, man. <laughs> but the, the weird it's thing about the, whole, the weird thing about the whole baby baby sounds and shit. Um, I know people probably if if, if people listening, they're probably thinking like this motherfucker have a lot of stories and a lot of shit that he goes through. But it's it's all true. Yeah. Um. Back in high school, um, I went to go walk to um, Wendy's. Long story short, I was on my way back home. But where I live in, El, when I used to live in El Grove, it was um, it was a trail, uh, a river trail. And so I was walking back. And it was probably, I can't remember the time, but it was dark. And I'm walking, I'm walking, and I see this black cat, i say about 10 feet away from me, five feet away from me. And the more I'm walking closer to the cat, because I got to go, I got to pass the cat so I can get home. Yeah. Uh, I hear a baby, like, in the bush. And it was crying. I was like, what the fuck? And so this cat was staring at me. And not one time did, did this cat um, look a different direction. It had his eyes on me the whole time. And the more I got closer, the more the, the louder the the baby crying got. Until I, I was like, you know what? I got to figure out what the hell's going on. I was like, there's no way there's a baby in the bushes. I'm tripping. So, you know, I, I was scared at first, but I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, gonna to go up to the bush and see if there's really anything in there, which I know for a fact there's no fucking baby in the bush. Yeah. But while I'm getting closer to the baby, I mean, to the bush, and the cat, the baby's noises, the crying gets louder and louder. It gets more intense until I get right, right to where I approach the um, where the sounds uh, coming from. Where the sounds coming from, I started looking through the bushes. There was nothing there. It was the weirdest thing, and that was the only time that's ever happened to me. And, and, and it wasn't the cat though, because you know cats can sometimes sound like uh, baby crying. Shit, I don't know. I know oh, it was it was a black cat, but it scared <laughs> the hell out of me. Yeah, I didn't know cats can do that. Yeah, cats can do that. But also, I would have I would have been tripping. Like, did someone abandon a child in this brush? And uh, you know, let me see what's happening. But also, you know, uh, demonic spirits, whatever, take on the voices of different things and babies and innocent, you know, things to draw you in. And then, right. um, you know, you you go looking, and you know, next thing you know, you know, you got some following you home. Yeah, but that's uh, if something did come home because I did check. Yeah, that's interesting. Dang, you did. I didn't know cats can do that though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll you'll hear the whole it. time. I'm thinking it's paranormal shit. It's probably just a cat fucking with me. 
Well, I, that's why. That's why. I, that's why I asked. Did you see the cat? You know, did the cat stop? It was right. You know? The cat was there. Like the cat was not leaving. It was. It was stuck right there until I got closer, and then the cat ended up. But you away. didn't see him moving his mouth or she or whatever. Nah, no, nah, it was staring at me. No mouth was moving. No, you know, I know when they make noises, their their stomach moves and stuff. And nothing. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe it was paranormal. Who knows? Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> You just don't know things. I wasn't fucking with it though. That's too funny. <laughs> no, so at work, I because I don't know, Bobby, if you experienced this because I, I remember the people at work would say, "Hey, um, I experience this shit sometimes. Sometimes when I'm by myself mm-hmm. and I'm working, I'm always looking because I feel like I'm seeing somebody run or walk on my my vision or my side vision. I'm yeah. always checking, and it always scares the fuck out of me." I'm like, I'm by myself because, you know, there's people that's on their lunch and I work nights. Um, I, I probably look and, and turn my head probably like 10 times a night because yeah. I, I constantly think that somebody is walking, you know, by when nobody's there. No. Yeah. No, I've never. Um, we, you know, we built that building. Um, so um, we're the, you know, it's, it's all military, military base. Um, but we have that building built. Uh, from scratch, and I've been there ever since it was built, and um, and it used to be old barracks or whatever area um, that it was built, um, you know, under or above, and um, so, but yeah, no, I, I've never had any issues uh, there, and I've worked nights by myself, whatever, you know, repping and all that stuff. Um, I must be so I've never had that happen. Uh, even in the old building, I've never had any uh craziness like that or whatever at work um you know so no not not me anyways but but yeah. again, you never know though i mean if something is you know if you're if, if it's coming with you you know if you could be a you can have a party every night so no, um, <laughs> nah, no. so you just you just never never know but um but I want to say, uh, Denise, um, man, thanks for uh, coming on the show. Uh, of course. Yeah, it's been an amazing time and you have some great stories and, you know, hopefully <laughs> you'll, you know, come back on and, uh, you know, tell us, you know, more and, uh, you know, yeah. your stories or whatever and all that good stuff. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 uh, it's nice. Uh, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you that's what you got. That's what you got in your back pocket. Yeah, man. Say, no, no, thank, thanks for coming on. No, but you, she does got some crazy ass stories. We can be here all night. Yeah. And talk about these stories. Exactly. That she go through, which you know, she's possessed. Are you possessed? I'm not. I'm not possessed. <laughs> well, Denise, again, thank you for coming on Strange Darkness Radio. For sure. And that is the end of our night. All right, we're out. Peace. I am Buzz Aldrin, and I was the Lunar module Pilot on Apollo 11. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. No single space project in this period will be more impressive to mankind or more important for the long range exploration of space. And none will be so difficult or expensive to accomplish. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. The truth is that we've never proved one, but there are things flying around up there that we haven't fully identified yet. And keep in mind, there are basically a billion galaxies in an ever-expanding universe. I mean, you can't even get your mind around the sheer number of things that are out there. People still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. There are 
there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. We can't explain uh, how they moved, their trajectory. Uh, they, they did not have um, an easily explainable pattern. When it, when it comes to aliens, uh, there's some things I just can't tell you. 